Take 38, Jay-Z, Pusha T, and Pharrell, neck and wrist, coming in at 3 minutes and 29 seconds, well-paced. And it's been about a week since the track release. Second official single for Pusha T's upcoming album, It's Almost Dry. Yes, Coke references will be filled here from Pharrell and Pusha T with a slight, slight spice from Jay-Z going a different direction, of course. What are we getting here? By the way, the hook with Pharrell Williams, it feels like it's echoing a bit of reverb. Uh, you could be walking down the street, you turn a corner and you see Pharrell right there sort of rapping to you. And you're like, all right, this is the kind of energy we're getting here. Anyhow, first in the beach with a million dollar auto, bring the cameraman, we could shoot our own Narcos, A12 matte black looking like charcoal. References from Narcos, Netflix, Pablo Escobar, the drug bars are already here. Beach with exotic vehicles. And I believe the A12 matte black looking like charcoal is a reference to a Ferrari, his Ferrari potentially. And I promise you the floor plans look looks take 39. I promise you the floor plans nothing like the model. Now, pretty sure there's a callback to, you know, certain floor plans showing the places to hide drugs or extra spots, so on and so forth. Nick and re- neck and wrist don't lie. Call back to the title. The drug bars are already here. And we've got this foundation set. By the way, a cold ass beat. This shit is definitely an amazing beat produced by Pharrell himself. Pusha T, his verse is full of references, imagery, metaphors, and a reminder to brush your teeth every day. And I, I literally mean that. The money counter ding is so exciting. Now, he says this in a mannerism that is similar to 50 cents window shopping. But he pushed uh, push himself, said that he was inspired by that. So it makes the replayability on this track uh, a lot higher than if he would have just kept the same type of flow verse after verse it's like two sides to these flows that being the case summertime winter fell i'm the night king the cold gate kilo the hood needs whitening this is crazy because we have on the left side you know the games of thrones winter fell the night king you probably get the white imagery of all the snow and then of course the cocaine then you got colgate toothpaste which is usually all white and then the hood's neat whitening you know cooking up coke in the hood colgate it's also white it's just a it's a clusterfuck of fun imagery that you could only get from pusha t go on from there we fish scale niggas like we all pisces this is the time to mention your zodiac sign for no reason to build a better connection with Pusha T. Of course, the fish scale, Pisces going off from there, water element, water element, water sign. You see where we get? We're getting like at least five different things just from the wee fish scale niggas like we all Pisces. Your bitch in my bubble like I'm still typing. You know those bubbles that you see on your iPhone? You're sort of anticipating that message. This, I guess that's uh, how he relates to the females trying to get at him. All right, push bars. That's what I'm talking about. She hoping that you let her go like a kite string. And then from here, you know, I'm not going to wrap the verses just because I wouldn't say they're self-explanatory. However, basically talk about, you know, he ain't rocking with fake jewelries, jewelries that don't shine, whatever the case, your eco-friendly jewelries, you keep recycling. He ain't rocking with Cartier bust downs. And the only time you'll catch him next to a Bretling watch brand is whenever he's riding a Rolls Royce. Now, I'm not an expert when it comes to watch brands. I'm not going to pretend like I care. That Cartier bust downs are cheap in comparison to other style watch. You know, Pusha T's tax bracket and I guess preferences and watches unfamiliar to me. But this is a flex. Just know the second half here, whenever he's, you know, he's riding his Rolls Royce, anytime he's near certain type of watches, definitely a flex. And from there, Richard Pryor's flame gave birth to pipe dreams. Now we hear. When I first hit his bar, I was like, who is Richard Pryor flame? pipe dreams whenever being you know pipe being mentioned in a track full of cocaine i'm like all right there's something i'm missing out on here so i'm going to give you just a quick 
reference on this last verse. In 1980, late comedy legend Richard Pryor made the news after he accidentally set himself on fire and suffered severe burns while he was freebasing. Now, what's freebasing? What is that? Because I'm not familiar with that until I research it, of course. Freebasing is a method used to smoke cocaine. It's made by adding other baking powder or some other agent to cocaine powder. The resulting rock-like substance can be smoked and induces a more rapid and powerful high than snorting cocaine. However, it is a lot more flammable. And that's how we got that here. And after I learned that, I was like, shit, he really ended that literally without reference. Like he set the whole entire verse on flames. Crazy shit going on. From there, we get the hook provided by Pharrell. Nicely well done. Another post hook on there. And the dope house had a line. Dope house had a line. I don't think I need to explain to you guys why there's a line around the dope house. I hope I don't have to. And then from there, we get Jay-Z, which I love the direction he went on here because I'm pretty sure he could have made plenty of Coke references, been braggadocious, gone the same route as Pusha T. Not to say that it would have been less than him, but instead he decided to head on a different direction. Now, by the way, I believe I wouldn't say this is their second collaboration together. This is their third Take 39. Here we are. This is their third collaboration together. They've up collaborated on Soul Appalled and Drug Dealers Anonymous all the way back in 2016. So it's been six years since we had them on a track together. Now, again, Jay-Z decides to go on the hating route, but not him hating, but <clears throat> referencing the haters, certain narratives that surround him and Jay-Z making a spin at it, sort of, you know, throwing it back at it. Like, if this is the narratives y'all want to throw at me, things like that, y'all goofies. And, you know, I'll just I'll just let you know how it goes. So the first half, the phase, I'm on love. I wouldn't believe it either. I'd be like, Jay-Z's a cheater. I wouldn't listen to reason either. Now, we got a couple references there. Some that I'm still trying to understand. But the main one being, you know, the hate that comes with Jay-Z. He finesses people. He's a cheater. We don't want to listen to him for those various reasons. Sort of teasing that point. And whether it's a wordplay on fights and love who tried to discredit Jay-Z as a street legend and saying he was never a drug dealer. And that's how we tie back into the coke, man. And of course, the fallen boss, all I know is he's a felon. How is he a selling? Whether you want to ref uh, not reference it, but connected to the cannabis brand Kaliva, Emory Jones, who was sentenced January 2000 to nearly 16 years in prison. And of course, if you want to go all the way back to Drug Dealers Anonymous and get some more references from there, this is a very densely packed first start to it. Feast Your Eyes, The Piece Unique is Sapphire. You know, Pusha T ain't rocking with the AP bust downs and all the other wax stuff. But Hove, he enjoyed the, he enjoyed the Richard Millies. He has a Sapphire, you know, no big deal. Rappers, liars i don't do satire neither i neither i nor my wrist move mockingly y'all spend real money on fake washes shockingly they put me on list with these niggas inexplicably and we're getting a lot of got a nice rhymes back here a lot of nice rhymes towards the back end and this is the one of my favorite part of the verse and the song in itself because something i've noticed uh, not just on hits on instagram as far as hip-hop but every now and then you'll see people when they attempt to discredit jay-z one thing that's usually thrown out is without biggie there is no jay-z without biggie jay-z doesn't have anything to rap about because all of his bars are recycled biggie lyrics verses so on and so forth which is not I wouldn't say it's a fair point to discredit Jay-Z. It's a lot of homage and inspiration, obviously, from Biggie. So I do find that ridiculous. And having Jay-Z here mock that himself and just 
let me let me let me tell you real quick. I put your mansion on my wall. Are you shitting me? I blew bird money. Y'all talking Twitter feed now? Whether it's people putting more of their importance on Twitter instead of their actual life, Jay Z referencing the fact that he blew his drug money already, or he's still using his drug money, and people are still finding value in Twitter feeds. We got a lot packing up in this verse himself. Now, you know, birds. Where you want to take that as kilo or correlated with Twitter feed? Excellent verse right here. And this is one of my favorite parts. We got different sab stories. Save your solid quiz. They like if Big was alive, Hove wouldn't be in position. And at this point, this is when the beat gets stripped down to emphasize the following verses on here. If Big had survived, y'all will have got the commission. Hove was always going to be Hove. It was the universe will because Allah said so. And now I'm here. I'm loving this because... Jay-Z being in a position where he really doesn't have to say anything more to cement his legacy going forward, still making sure, double downing on the fact that I'm here because I'm Jay-Z. I'm here because I'm Jay-Z. I'm going to repeat that as well. For those of you guys that aren't familiar with the commission, because I wasn't familiar with that as well, it would have consisted of Diddy, Lance, Lil C's, and Charlie Baltimore. And I believe Biggie was supposed to be on this as well. And that would have been the commission grouped. With that being said, again, something that I mentioned earlier is how people always try to discredit Jay-Z with the Biggie inspiration. And just, again, Jay-Z saying, hey, Hove was always going to be home. Love the track. Amazing. This was a very amazing track. The fact that it made me go out of my way to search up a lot of the verses is something that is exciting and that I enjoy from hip hop. It was something I enjoy about rap. Not to say that you can't have fun with you know trap songs or anything like that, but when you have a track that's this good and I have to do my research to go out of the way with it, is you can't get this anywhere else. Um, with that being the case, we're about to approach a 10-minute mark. Let me save you guys. I'm gonna catch you in the next episode. I'm out.